Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody around me saying I should relax Cause I've been going hard till my eyes roll back But all I wanna do is forget about my past And smoke a little weed, really nothing too drastic Anytime you see me Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast I'm your host, Papa Minnow and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Bro. Gabe, how are you doing today? I'm okay. Uh, I mean, I'm okay. Back in the real world right now. And it's not for me. Like, how, does, how do people not get depressed working like 50 hours a week and just their life being meaningless? I just, I just don't understand how you could just do some jobs. Anyways, I've, I've I've gone back to my to the first like nine to five structured here. This is part of my career thing. Um, in a in probably over a year now, so it's mentally kind of getting to me. I'm running on one hour of sleep because I had a break big proposal today. So I mean, it, it's you get psyched and like happy, like okay, I have a job, like I don't have to live in shame anymore, you know. Um, but then you're also as soon as you do it, you're like, it's like it's how like going back to school when you're in high school. Yeah, you know what I mean, after that first couple of days, you're like, Jesus Christ, why was I excited for this? Um, and that you're, really, you're, you're really only excited for that first day just to see the people that you didn't oh, really yeah. see over summer break, and then like to show off your outfit and like your yeah, new outfit, shit that the you got. Outfit, bro, I just always remember rolling up late into like, like the gym and gym gymnasium, like for the outfit, just so people could see. And then, yeah, and the first day or two, because all you don't actually do anything in class, so yeah, it's just like it's you all and your jokes. boys messing around and stuff. And I feel like, why, why the fuck um, was I excited for this? And really, high school is the easiest like aspect of your life ever. And at that point, you're still already over it. So, but I think elementary is easier than high school. Yeah, but like your brain, like you're not even a, a person when you're in elementary school. That doesn't even count. Like, I don't remember being ten. Anyways, so <laughs> dude, that's I'm a at, problem. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to my age, you'll forget all those memories. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I like I don't remember the day to day of being ten, but I can remember stuff from being ten though. It's all like a stuff blur. The, yeah, like, it is a blur for sure. But I still six, remember. Like, Wow. Part of it. It's like, I don't know, all the weird shit. But anyway, so I'm in 
I'm like, okay, rat race is back again. Um, and I just, I don't know. I don't really understand why more people don't kill themselves. So beyond that, I'm good. So what up? Yo, it's funny that you mentioned that because on Twitter today I saw someone. Funny that tweet. I mentioned my suicide. <laughs> yeah, that's also funny too. But I saw a tweet where someone was like, "Humans have been evolving for a hundred thousand years just to sit down in front of a screen all oh. day from nine to five and not expect themselves to kill each like to kill themselves from the boredom and the hopelessness of doing a nine to five job." Oh, I saw it a hundred percent, bro. Like that. Honestly, what we're doing to ourselves right now is insanity. The human body isn't... Same with the internet, man. Like, I was having this conversation as well. The internet, like, yeah, all the resources are, like, there. But it's, like, broken us so much as in what's, like, normal and human interaction and stuff like that. Like, the Facebook and, like, everything has just, like, completely broken us as people. The 9-to-5 job and all the access to the weird, bizarre sense of humor and what you think is normal because of the internet is insane. Um, so we're going through a real weird time right now. And yeah, like they, like humans are not meant like to do what we've been doing. And if no one even works nine to five in, anymore either, realistically, it's like nine to seven, you're taking, you're doing some work on the weekends and shit like that. They expect you to come in early and then you're commuting for two hours and that's so goddamn depressing. Okay, and well, just, no one's commuting now, but. You know what, okay, in, I'm just talking about <laughs> like before. yeah in, the, in general yeah yeah, yeah. yeah in gen- that's the way we were heading so i'm just saying we're people we're about to break like soon we're gonna get like the way we have school shooters we're gonna get like work shooters like people are just gonna come in i, bop, I don't bop. think okay i don't <laughs> bop, bop, bop. I, mean, I mean they do exist but i don't think it's gonna be as bad as those. more people will <laughs> am i the only one thinking about this i can't be the only one who's considered this <laughs> I think you might be the only one who's considered, but I, I was going to agree with the, that exact sentiment. It's not even a nine to five anymore. A lot of people's jobs require them to be there longer than those eight hours. Like some of my friends who have those like marketing type jobs and stuff, they're not even off the clock as soon as like five o'clock. Hits. They, they still have to send emails and stuff afterwards and do other things that require them to, to work for their, for their uh, salaries essentially. And yeah. like, it's not even like extra pay for what they're doing. It's Are you just, hourly? It's just expected. Um, I think I'm hourly. You don't even. Yeah, know. no, no. I'm I'm hourly because of the fact that if if you don't go to like if you like you, if you don't use your sick leave, if, yeah, yeah. If you use your sick leave, you get paid. But I mean, if you use something that doesn't get you paid on that, yeah, you don't you get don't paid for that day. So yeah, it is yeah. it is hourly. Um, Honestly, right now I'm hourly. Like before, like salary at first when I first started was appealing, but now the fact the way people take advantage of you, salary wise, it's like I was happy to go on hourly. Because yeah, because with salary, like you can work longer and not get paid extra. Yeah. Or whatever, so all I do is click on push a button. And I'm logged in on the computer for my hourly, and I just like touch <laughs> just, a key. Just second. sit around. Yeah. yeah. Just, just make it's it seem beautiful. like you're still there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, honestly, and we're like, Canada's way closer to America than like some of the other countries. Like Germany, it's illegal for you to ask your employer to answer like outside their emails outside of like six o'clock and stuff like that. Like they're they're studying at work. Like they have other places in Europe have like siestas where they have like long ass breaks. And yeah, there man, there's like, places there that are working towards the uh four day the, week. The four day, yeah. And not like a four by eleven. And like, not like yeah, like a four, day, yeah, like a, like four a four by eight. Honestly, how much I, I, like literally even the most proficient worker, 
like there's sort of studies show that like after like 30 hours, 35 hours, you're really not doing that much more and stuff like that. Um, so it's just like, it's kind of pointless, but we just do it because it's like culturally expected. Ingrained and, in us. Yeah. And, they, and it comes from the industrial age. It's not even like it comes, it's not even a modern uh, no, system that we're using. It's literally like less than a hundred years old, really. Like I mean, we've been doing tons of other shit for the last... 40,000 years and stuff, hunting, gathering, fucking fist fighting dinosaurs and stuff. And, and now we're like sitting in offices and doing all that bullshit and t- spending two thirds of our money on rent. So there's got to be a goddamn revolution. But, anyways, is, are we still in the opening? Have we even got to a topic? No, we have not gone to a topic. Uh, but, real quick, no, I was going to say, when I was younger, I always like, I always wondered why we did five days of work and two days of days off. Because in my mind, I was just like, doesn't it make more sense for it to be four days of work and like three days off? Like that just seems logically like what you should be doing. But I mean, yeah. Capitalism. I I think there's some, yeah, I think there's some explanation. Like it started with. It's the industrial age. That's all it was. It was basically when we were first becoming like with machines and stuff like that, people working in factories, they weren't, they didn't get any days off. So they were working seven days a week essentially. And then, Obviously, they wanted the unionized because they're like, oh, these this is an un- uh, this is completely unfair. So they unionized, and that's how you got your weekends. But past that, yeah, we didn't change that, anything. Working like slaves. So yeah, exactly. So every other job was just like, okay, we'll do you f- five days, and you work, you get two days off. So if we had to work seven days a week, I would one hundred percent off myself. Like not <laughs> not even hesitating dude i have a friend who who used to do that and i just didn't understand how she was able to do it and it was for like a good two three years that she was doing it i was like that's insane and then also someone at my um current job was also working seven days a week for a while and even me like i mean i was working pretty long for a bit too like i was doing like six days sometimes yeah no i mean i mean i which is like nuts I used to work 14 days in a row, and, but I'd work, it was only like six months. And then you take like, like three months off right after when I was doing like forest firefighting. That's because you knew you got like, you're safe. I'm just saying like, imagine for the next like 30 years. Yeah. yeah you know, you like I've grinded and worked like six, seven days a week for like a year and stuff. But like, imagine just knowing every single day for the rest of your life, you'll be fucking honestly, some people like those, like that's why those YouTube videos, like business hustlers and stuff like every day, like it's an hour you can get something done. Why are you wasting time? If you're not sleeping, like get out there and grind and stuff. It's like that's fucking depressing, man. Like just like you, you don't need to sleep more than five hours. My name's Gary V. And it's like, fuck you, Gary V. Like, I want to sleep. So <laughs> I like, yeah, I agree to an extent. It's just if you're doing something you enjoy, then it's not really quote unquote work. So I think that's if you're different. doing it for hundred, like but if, if you <laughs> If you're doing like a shit job, then yes, you'd probably want to kill yourself after. But even when I was like hooping, I wouldn't want to do it a hundred. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I you still want to take some do- time off for sure. Yeah, you're like okay, like fucking Gary. He's probably a virgin anyway, so <laughs> I don't care about his children. They're made in science lab. Anyways, yeah. This, so that's how is- I'll be doing. This is episode 72 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Um, stop doing that. I think I got like three more weeks of saying that, and then I'll stop. After, after Christmas, I'll stop. In the new year, 2021 is when I'll, I'll stop the slogan. But, yeah, no, I can't believe we're a month away from... Christmas because I was just thinking about like we I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago but 
the year went by so slow in the beginning and then that whole coronavirus and then it got even slower but like now it's just blown by and we're only a month away from christmas and 2020 being over but i was just thinking like remember when kim jong-un faked his death did he fake or people just report that he was dead? Well, they reported he was dead. But he. Yeah, but they, the story was he did fake it because someone wanted him. Someone in his own camp was hoping that he was dead. So he faked it to, like, weed out uh, the like, traitors or whatever. And yeah, find yeah, out who yeah. Was actually weed him out to see who was the snakes. Yeah, and I was, and I was like, that wasn't even a big story for that long. That was, like, a day story. But it seems like it was... Like, it seemed like it would have been a way bigger story if it wasn't 2020. But in 2020, yeah, it was just like, oh, like, that just came and, like, no one really cared about it. And then it went. A couple memes. a long time ago where, like, apparently like, super close to war with North Korea or, like, Korea was or something. There was, like, it was, like, six years yeah, ago. Yeah, there's, there's always rumors I, of war, I got though. No, but there was one time where I, maybe it was just me because for, like, three weeks I got so obsessed with North Korea, like, on the internet. I was, anyways, yeah, there's always stories coming out. But no story sticks now, like. Maradona died, so but, yeah. Rest in peace to him. So that just comes and goes. Um, I don't know. I, I can't. I couldn't die in 2020 because no one would even fucking remember that. <laughs> it could just be buried in the news. Like, yeah. Oh, I, no. Honestly, I've been thinking about that lately. I'm like <laughs> dying. Yeah, but just like, just in general, like if you were to. God forbid, obviously, but if you were to like just pass away kind of early, like I feel like people just really remember you because I feel like people just don't really. There's a lot of like obviously your immediate family would for sure that would affect your immediate family and friends, but I even think like some of my friends like they just forget about me until like the the anniversary came around. Oh, and I, was just, I was just like shit, man. That's kind of like not scary, but I don't know. I just feel like that's. Kind of sad. But you can't get mad because you probably do the same thing. Too. Yeah, I like, know. I that's the thing. Too. I know. I can't get mad. Like, but like, it's just, I don't know. Because Papa died. Like, <laughs> I, I, I got to go on. Like, like, no, 100%. I understand honestly, it from, I understand it from the living. I get like, the podcast might get some like more listens and stuff too. But I feel like it wouldn't even last that long though. That's the problem. I, mean, like, I know. It'd be a, a quick boost. And then after that, it's just like, Oh, we don't even remember who this guy is until like, Oh, it's an anniversary. Cause like, I remember I know a kid who passed away in, in university and it was a huge deal, but now it's like, people don't really talk about his death or anything like that. So he's just like, yeah. kind of, he's a faint memory. I'm, I'm sure people probably think about it, but no, obviously no one's going to like publicly speak on like the socials about it. So no, but I mean, that's literally, we're just, we're ants, man. We don't matter. We come and go like at the end of the day, that's what existential crisis are about. Like you really, whatever you do, like even think about it, like in the spectrum of thing, like, People like LeBron and Obama and like um, Ronaldo and stuff still don't even matter, man. Like they'll die. No one really, really like these are the most like famous achieved like people in the world. And on the spectrum of things, like you know, how often do you talk yeah. about like Julius Caesar or Napoleon? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Khan, like you know what I mean? They they maxed out in the day, and they're still not like it doesn't matter. So. I mean, it depends how you want to take that. Like, is it a good thing? Live your life. Who the fuck cares? Or is it like an existential crisis? You're like, I do not matter. Nothing matters. Because you know what side of the fence I'm on on that. Yeah, it's crazy. Because just after, I mean, obviously, maybe the NBA won't even be around forever. So... (laughs) 
Yeah, so no, once those, the way sports like die out and stuff. And yeah, so it. once those books go away, it's just like all those people are just like forgotten in a sense type thing. So I don't know. It's kind yeah. of crazy. Well, you don't know any famous gladiators names. Like, you know what I mean? Spartacus. If you yeah, that, real, I don't know. Is that a, yeah, I can't even tell what's fact from fiction from all those times. Like that's just some 300 shit. Like, I don't even know. So yeah, that's, that's my nuts. point. Uh, but let's move on to the biggest story. The Grammy nominations. <laughs> And this year, so here's the thing with the Grammys. got a take on this. You do or I do? I do, but continue. I'm saying I have a hard opinion. Well, this year, I feel like the Grammys, at least for the rap category, did the correct nominations. Because this year for the rap category, they had Nas in it. They had um, Killer Mike and... Um, Ooh, I'm... Oh, I can't even blank on his name, but what are the, Run the Jewels was in it. Um, Wait, like, is that separately? Killer Mike's part of Run the Jewels. No, yeah, no, yeah. He's in, like, they had Run the Jewels in it, not just okay, Killer yeah. Mike. I just couldn't remember his partner's name. Uh, Jay Electronica's album made it. Oh, yeah, I heard Jay Electronica got nominated, which was a super big surprise. Yeah, he got nominated, and... Uh, Roddy Rich, was he part of it? No, 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 dude. Who was he? Did get some nominations, but not in the rap category. Um, Freddie Gibbs, what? And I can't remember who the last one. Was. Oh, look at the Grammys go. I didn't. Um, let me see if I could find it real quick. Mm. All right, here we go. I got it in front of me. All right, so we had. Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, A Written Testimony, J Electronica, King's Disease by Nas, and The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Are these, are these then, songs? No, these are their albums, rap albums oh, okay. of the year. So that really? got nominated. And that's a very rap album. Like, that's the most rap I've ever seen in the Grammys. Like ever, they've never gotten that category correct in past years, and this year is like the most rapidy rap version. Yeah, that, that actually like what hip hop heads would say. Exactly. I mean, so, I, I haven't fucked with any of those albums. I'm like straight. So they got that. <clears throat> they got that right. But um, here's my issue with the Grammys as well, too, because every time they do something right, they always do something else that is completely off base. And The weekend did not get any nominations, despite the fact that he had the biggest song this year in Blinding Lights. And his album was his album and all of his songs charted number one on a bunch of different yeah. charts as well, too. So the fact that he didn't make it was completely egregious. But here, but this is, again, the thing, though, is because I don't like for the most part. Yeah, I did numbers and stuff, but people the Grammys can't win. I'm actually on the side of the Grammys at points. Like, cause they go like, Oh, they'll do like, okay. The weekend, but no one's calling weekends album a classic. Um, either. Honestly, I think he should have been nominated, but I do think the Grammys get way too much shit. Like you, you just can't possibly win, um, with it and stuff. And like, it's not like it's the weekend's best album or anything. Like obviously it was chart topping, but then you have one side like, Oh, it should be about numbers. And it's like, Oh no, it should be about like authentic music and stuff. Like the Grammys will never, 
win. I'm one of the few people that actually my take this year is to defend the Grammys. So, <laughs> no, I agree. You can never get it 100% correct because everyone's going to have their own opinions on what should be in those categories. Music is very subjective. So, you're never going to get an 100% vote on what is album of the year or what's pop song of the year or what's R&B song of the year, et cetera, et cetera. But the issue with this is that they they normally do these off of popularity and he wasn't nominated in anything. Like he wasn't nominated in R and B or he wasn't nominated in the pop category. Yeah, and the R&B pop category. category should be the one that he does get nominated in because it's popular music. The issue as well comes in when you get guys like Bieber who gets nominated and his album was nowhere near critically acclaimed. A lot of sites were giving it like four out of tens or threes out of 10 or like fives and sixes. And it wasn't like no one, no, I don't even think that people remembered Bieber's album. He had to like beg people to listen to his, yeah, I don't listen mean. to his music so that he could get number one this year. That's not to say that he's not popular. He's definitely a huge act, but his only big song was, was yummy, which also got nominated. And mm. even that wasn't that, like it was when it came out, it was big, but I wouldn't say it lasted it was, the year. Yeah, it wasn't the big way it was supposed to be because he had to get people to push it so hard and stuff like that too. So that was it was super underwhelming. Um, I agree with that. wasn't Wasn't the argument that um, what I'm seeing right now is because the weekend wasn't performing at the Grammys and he chose a Super Bowl instead. So apparently they think um, that's why the Grammys snubbed him because he refused to perform there this year which oh that's i mean that's very understandable because it's like all politics at the end of the day so i could see that grammy's all politics but like but here's the argument the argument that i hate so obviously the grammy's like for instance with the biggest tragedy that i'm sure there's other ones but the only one i'm familiar with is obviously mclemore and like everyone (laughs) always talks about that but this is the argument every hip-hop like forum and on twitter and stuff people always want to go and say the Grammys don't matter. Bro, the Grammys matter. Like every year this happens, we argue over it. People talk about it nonstop. Everyone, if you don't tune in, you still know who the winners are and stuff. People like, yes, the like the 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 way they choose people and who wins and how they decide that is obviously debatable and there's corruption or whatever. But I hate that the, the arguments like who even really cares? Like the Grammys can change your career. The fact that you say someone wins a Grammy or I've won a Grammy opens up huge doors for you. Like everyone always talks about the most like hip hop artists and stuff. I hate, like you can hate the Grammys all you want, but to act like it's not like one of the entertainment, like industry's biggest awards, not just in music, but in anything in the world is wild to me. And you always see that argument. Oh, it's a Grammys. Who cares? I'm like, if you're tweeting this every year, then you care. Someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's an award that matters. It's a huge award. And even when the artists say they don't care, you know they're fucking butt hurt over it too so that's the argument like i I get it they fuck up lots of stuff and stuff but i hate this argument that's on twitter like oh whatever who really even cares and like for the weekend maybe he's he's one of the few people who won't affect but like for instance now 50 cents never won a grammy um or something along those lines and then like the way you look back on his career if you're like oh that kind of changes shit like you know what i mean okay i don't agree with that point I, do. I don't like, think I, anyone I, looks at his career and is like, oh, he didn't win a Grammy? Nah, I he wasn't that nice. That, as, as like, I think it's a talking point. 
Because Jay didn't win one. Jay's won Grammys now, though. No, he hasn't. I don't think he's won one. No, Jay-Z's won Grammys. He went, no way. They, they invited him in 2018. He was supposed to... He won some stuff thought, with... That's when people thought he was going him to, and but then he Park just did have won for sure. I'm pretty sure they definitely did not. Okay, uh, well, honestly... No, yeah, he's won for songs. I guess it's features, man. All, they're all features, I think, that he's won for. Drunken Love, Holy Grail. Yeah, so yeah, part. he's only got... I think he's only got features, but he's never won okay, his but that's, own. Yeah, there's still a discussion. People throw in like Grammys and stuff when they say like, Oh, this rapper has more than Elvis now or whatever. And shit like that. Um, it, it, it just matters. That's all my point is like, you can agree with or disagree, but the Grammys will and forever will be huge and impact careers and lives and stuff. I think it just has so much influence just due to the fact that one, it's tied to the labels. Like they want their artists to be in it. And then on top of that, too, it's also you get a huge boost just from mainstream America or mainstream, whatever, mainstream around the world. Just people who don't really listen to music that much. And when they see something's got a nomination or something's won, when they watch it during that night, like they'll go check it out the next day to go see what the deal was about that album or what the deal is about that song, et cetera, et cetera. But I think part of that might die out when TV becomes more irrelevant towards the future. Yeah, I think it's, I'm already pretty sure that people watch the Grammys less and just wait for who won and stuff. But then, because you can go on YouTube now and watch like the one good performance. That's what I do. Like, I'll never watch the Grammys, but if someone's like, yo, Kendrick killed it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's already happening. But I'm just saying the the end, it, it the name attached to it, like the rain. No, yeah, I, like, I agree with you. It's definitely huge. It definitely does matter. I, I don't agree with people who say it doesn't matter. Like, we don't care about it. We shouldn't care. I mean, we shouldn't. Like, People who follow rap and hip hop, we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah, we do care though. We give it more power by being outraged by them not getting it right every year. Like, there's not, there's not a year gonna go by where our podcast won't talk about the Grammys, like when this shit happens. You know what I mean? Any music podcast, you can't like people are just gonna be like, why the fuck didn't they mention the Grammys? So that alone is, you don't have to give it credit to be like, oh, it's legit and stuff. But like to say it's cultural significance is isn't huge is absolute insanity yeah no and and a lot of artists because i mean there was a point where we weren't really caring about it i think when streaming and like mixtapes were very big during that Mm. time like sorry before streaming but like when mixtapes were huge that was a point where we didn't really care about the grammys like no one really tuned in or anything like that when hip-hop was completely overlooked was that the most that i think we didn't give a shit about yeah but then once streaming came back in that's when it became relevant again like even that was like the rock and roll hall of fame when they never let hip-hop people in never gave a shit and then it's like now i pay attention kind of big because like oh they let pocky and they let biggie i wonder who's next like you know what i mean so yeah it definitely has um a cultural significance and that and yeah like and but the thing is here they know this too like not snubby the weekend doing shit like this is good for them too yeah it brings more publicity (laughs) yeah like like we're talking about fucking we're not, we're not like, um, we're talking about Macklemore eight years later because he won. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is Macklemore anymore and stuff? So, but that's a, that's an argument. You're talking about the Grammys and that. So they know what they're doing too. Um, and yeah, so it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it, it matters culturally. It's always my argument. I hate when people say it doesn't. Yeah. Real quick. Let me just read what they said about 
why they didn't add the weekend. Um, so this was done by, I'm not sure if elite media group is the one who did this interview, but someone did an interview and they asked, I can understand how he could have been shut out of the genre category. The pop committee could have said he's R and B and the R and B committee could have said he's pop, but this is unprecedented. Does it put the nominating process into question? Are there plans to revise it? And the Grammys says, we look at it every year and make tweaks and revisions to the process. We did it this year, last year, and we'll do it next year. And I don't think it, I don't think this calls into question, honestly, the process is there. The process is there. Sorry. The process is there so we can continue to monitor excellence. I was in the core room this year, which decides the big four and I observed and the people that were in it, the people that were in it are music professionals. They are excellent at the top of their craft in songwriting, producing, and there are a lot of artists. They were critically listening to every song that came across their desks or virtually desks. So I don't think it shows a flaw in the process. I think it's actually, as you get a nomination, you start to real, really appreciate the process where you're saying, I really made it through a strenuous and thoughtful process to get who are really the deserving nominees for that given year. So that's what they said about the situation. And it's just like that response is just terrible for the fact that like Justin Bieber's in it. Yeah. And the weekend I, and I've, heard the, I've heard the opposite. Like there's a lot of random people who got Grammy nominations because they're involved in music and then got out the industry like 10 years later and they still have. Like, yeah. They still have their career. Yeah, they like, still yeah. have their credentials. I know a bunch that. of music like motherfuckers would be like, yo, this guy hasn't listened to hip hop record in his life and he has a vote. Um, you know what I mean? So it's not as diligent from people that I've heard as they like to act like it is. Yeah. A lot of people probably don't even pay attention to the new music now. Cause even myself, I find myself who like loves hip hop and stuff. Even I find myself at least this year, I wasn't really tuned into hip hop as much as like past years. And yeah. I think as you get older, it's harder to keep up with the younger generation and to listen to the stuff that they're listening to as well too. So for them to say that people are, are able to check out almost everything like that, that's not, that's not how it goes. Yeah. Well, there's no fucking way half the people even know who Freddie Gibbs is. Yeah. And that's why it comes down to a popularity thing, which is why it's absurd that the weekend didn't get nominated for anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. But that's how all awards, like there's no elite, like every, every award is like that. Like even the um, Nobel prize, like there's just, there's too many ways to criticize something rightfully so um you'll you'll never make people happy either like that that, like that rap one like i haven't listened to those most albums because i'm not like a hip-hop head like that anymore like i still like like i don't listen to like super raw hip-hop anymore i'm not checking out a royce to five nine like i'm not 16 downloading off kaza um, <laughs> do you know what i mean uh, well, yeah but, run the jewels is dope though i'm, I'm no they're, they're good no but the thing i know freddie gibbs is good too like i've listened to this but i'm just i'm not checking out those albums like for yeah real. so i can't even like but i mean i know they're good artists in that um so i mean like i just i, I don't really i'm not in a place anymore I guess it may be an older that I, I, I wouldn't complain about most of these choices and stuff. And I, I don't have high, high expectations for the Grammys. Yeah. I never really expect them to get it right. 
I mean, it, it did shock me they got the rap category, like, down-packed, essentially. You can't really complain about it. But I knew they would do something else where it just wouldn't make Since sense. We, no, we didn't listen to those albums, though. We're just saying that because the names seem legit, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I mean, from what I've heard from other people, they said it's re- those, uh, that's, those that's are really good. And I wouldn't, be, I, wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised, though. I know, but that's what people were voting, too. Like, they're like, I'm not listening to The weekend, and I heard it actually wasn't good. Like, my fellow white constitutes told me that it wasn't. <laughs> So I'm not, yeah, but <laughs> I think it's a little bit different. Like the people I'm listening to are like people who genuinely listen to rap. So I trust them when they say Freddie Gibbs' album was really good. Cause that's all I've been yeah. hearing is that it was really good this year. And so, I mean, like J electronic was debatable. Cause I've heard some people didn't really like it, but other people did. Like, so, but I know a guy who has a vote who works at, he's a teacher at Berkeley, right? Uh, which is one of the biggest music schools um, on the East coast. And he has a vote. And his, but I could see like his, so he, his students come in and they're like, what do you think of the weekend album? You know what I mean? Cause they're all like mid young twenties and stuff. Um, and they're like, Oh, it was good. Like sold well, but was, wasn't nearly as good as house of balloons, blah, blah, blah. Boom. That guy's vote gone. You know what I mean? Cause all those music artists, like whatever. So I just see how this shit actually happens without as much controversy as people want to act like. Like, I know for a fact that's what happens. Like, they just ask their students and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think it's as outrageous. I like, The weekend should have been nominated for something, but I see how it happens. That's all. Yeah. Well, the take on Twitter is that it was probably racially... Um, racially involved. And then the weekend said the Grammys are corrupt. <laughs> And that yeah, they owe him. But every year but someone gets mad yeah, about it. For sure. No, I, I don't think you can ever get it 100% right. Well, weekends, what, plus, plus like, BTS didn't get on there either, and that's pissed a lot of people off as well, too. So Those are the Koreans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, But the th- here's the thing is, for I'd rather them screw, screw over the weekend than people like Freddie Gibbs and stuff who are going to get exposure now. The weekend is one of the few people who doesn't impact it all. That's true. He doesn't really... You know what I mean, I mean like, it would boost his sales more, but yeah, he doesn't, still, he doesn't need I mean, it. Yeah, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need more. it. Like, I'd, I'm more likely to go listen to Weekend's album because of this, him getting rejected, than I would if he was just nominated for a bunch of shit. Because I remember here when it first came out, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I'm like, huh? Yeah, like, true. Now I might go back and listen to it yeah, now that the you mentioned it. The not going to get affected, like, by the way, like, Freddie Gibbs. Like, I don't even know... Like, I don't even know one of the artists on that. Uh, what his face? Um... It was uh, uh, D Smoke. Like I've yeah, never yeah. listened to anything of him and like that. And so like those guys at least got it right. Like guys like Kanye and Fifty Cent and stuff. Like they don't need the Grammys. So I, I, this year I can complain the least now. Actually, so that's true. Good, good job, Grammys. <laughs> you did it. Under some more I'm music, a nigga from Canada too. So. On to some more music. Little Wayne's drop in No Ceilings, November 27th. Well, No Ceilings 3, sorry, November 27th. Finally has a Drake feature, which has been a while because his last literally three or four projects have not had a Drake feature, which really made me question what's going on behind the scenes in Young Money because it's very odd that the biggest artist was not on any of Wayne's projects and he's on his label or was on his label. So, I mean, that kind of, I guess maybe ends whatever issues they may have had behind the scene, but I heard a snippet of it. Cause DJ Cal put on Twitter. Um, it was, uh, I mean, you can't really tell cause this, the song just seems kind of slow. I just don't know what kind of vibe it really is and what Wayne's going to do on that beat, but it, it seems more catered. Wayne? Yeah, yeah, it seems more catered towards uh, Drake on that song than anything. But we'll see. It is good to see that they 
finally do have a feature together again, but um, I'm I have very low expectations for this low. album, bro. They were like, yeah, I don't, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, the thing is, like, he's put out some good music since he let me down the last while too, but. I'm finally at that point where I'm just not getting hyped. Like, no ceilings and all those mixtapes and stuff when they usually come back. I'm like, it just brings so much nostalgia and stuff. But I'm finally, this is the least I've been excited for a Wayne project ever. Yeah, me and too. And no ceilings was still like that, that like title that used to get me going. So, I mean, I'll probably check it out and give it a listen. But the last like four years, I'm like just out of nostalgia. I've been going back to to Wayne just for that fact, but I, I honestly don't know if I'll even listen. I'll probably listen to Drake feature, maybe a couple of things, but I'm not going straight download the album. So, yeah, I normally just honestly just listen back to the classics. So I'm like, he's never going to be this good again. So it's like I might as well listen to when he was at his best, and nothing's yeah. going to compare to that. So he's straight coon now, so I can't even fucking <laughs> let well, that shit go. He 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 did get arrested for some gun charges recently as well too. He he faces I believe ten years in jail. Um, upcoming and it was funny yeah. because someone's like yo that like that white cop that saved your life <laughs> maybe he can help you get out of this yeah. situation and someone else is like yo Donald Trump could probably help you out in this situation too which is why I love Twitter because when Twitter makes jokes like that it's kind of funny but yeah for sure. it is a- you know what's wild is that same cop though already like years ago got fired or got sued for being racist too. oh did that's he the funniest thing yeah he's like well he saved my life so he couldn't be i was like that's not how life works wayne but I, when you're famous from 14 and rich since you're 14 yeah years he old, doesn't have an understanding of the world yeah that most people do so yeah so it wasn't that surprising but yeah I, I don't know honestly it's weird though because you get older and like normally a comment like that wouldn't bother me in that but i'm at this point where it it's in when I'm listening to even classic Wayne, like I went last night and listened to Nuck If You Could Buck, the Wayne Freestyle. It just it was my favorite Wayne verse ever. Yeah, that's probably and one of my favorites like, too. This nigga's not gonna buck and We we rapped to that, I think. I can't remember what yeah, episode yeah. it was it's on. Literally but. one of the hardest verses ever. And um and it's like it still kind of like taints it for me. So it's the same way I'm like, I'm, you know what I'm not, I'm not even um trying to give this guy spins or listens right now and that's kind of old boomer of me like karen style but yeah but those spins on like that knuck of you buck free so it's not going it doesn't go into his pocket. no i know i don't mind i'm saying the new album though like oh true 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 Spotify. like i might grab a couple songs but i'm not putting the whole album down yeah true no i'll always listen to knuck you can buck but still (laughs) dude for the longest time i didn't know that that was a remix i thought that was his song and then years later i found out that knuck you buck was done by some other southern artist yeah i was like 12 so you were probably like 10 or 9 yeah i was pretty young when i came out it's weird though because usually wayne hops on those and kills them like like when he did gucci gucci and stuff like within the same year but he hopped on knock of your buck like four or five years later so i yeah. think that's why there's a lot of people don't realize like uh, it's the same way people don't realize um the wayne or eminem freestyle is deep mob deep you know what i mean like the younger people yeah didn't know like that off that beat and stuff too so it, it makes sense because yeah that's how good he was though is that the fact that he could hop on someone else's beat and i thought that that was his song or i would treat it as his song more so than that original artist oh yeah but you do because of how good of songs on it was like like on his mixtapes every song we'd rather listen to the wayne version like it wasn't just yeah yeah yeah, for sure not just one or two yeah like it was was the whole hour like holy fuck like the gucci gucci one the krayshawn song like 
yo, Wayne slayed that. Like, it should be his own song, too, the whole time. So he would do that to every single song at some point, um, which was just nuts for, like, five years straight. So... Man, he was a beast for for quite a bit of time. I don't think anyone's gonna ever have a run like he did. But no, I I, honestly, and which is crazy to think that. um, But yeah, I I just can't, especially in these day and ages. Like, yeah, because the way music's going, it's never gonna be the same. So yeah. But yeah, let's move on to the last topic for the podcast. Uh, Real quick, we're just gonna close out with some sports. Uh, Ladies, you guys can turn it off now. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't. Because I got some shout outs and ladies. Yeah, no, no, don't. Don't for real, though. I just know just every week sometimes I get someone saying like, oh, did you guys talk about sports? And I'm like, (laughs) like people still think I do a sports podcast. Like, no, it's not a sports podcast. I'm like, you could listen. Like, (laughs) you can listen. I just have have a part where I might discuss sports from time to time, but it's not a sports podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the Lakers free agency. Um, they look pretty good. They made some pretty big moves that are going to keep them pretty much the favorites to win this year. They lost Howard. They lost McGee. They lost Rondo and they lost Avery Bradley. Those are like the major guys who contributed to their team, but they gained Schroeder. They gained Gasol and they gained Wesley Matthews. Uh, so the funny thing about this though, to me is that Schroeder's Schroeder's really good. He, he's a big, he's a big pickup for them. But he, he should have won six man of the year, I thought. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Last year for Schroeder, his shooting was insane. It's It was incredible. So mm-hmm. that was his career year for shooting, and I think that's going to benefit, obviously, LeBron James because the more shooters he has, the better he plays. So that's going to be big for them. Uh, and he can also drive. So he, I don't know if he's necessarily an upgrade towards Rondo because Rondo did it's, a lot it's of, hard, like, like... For regular season, 100% upgrade. Yeah, for sure. I don't know but about like playoffs, Rondo though. finals, like, running the floor general, like, doing, you know what I mean? Like, when to give... The best part about Rondo was being able to take over for LeBron in the playoffs. Yeah. To carry, like, to actually carry the ball. And, like, those two are literally probably the smartest players in the league. Like yeah, the top Rondo's fans, IQ you know is I mean? literally Yeah, like, Schroeder's, like, a good... 82 games will get a good play out of them. But I think with like the, the passing and reading plays and everything like that, I think like come semifinals finals and actually might hurt them a bit, but it's a, it's an upgrade throughout the like full regular season. Everything for is how I see it. Yeah. Then Gasol is a downgrade. For, for, people, I, I don't mean, think people realize, man, though, he was bad in the playoffs. Like even his defense, was becoming in the West too, like all the pick and roll and he was just, his feet were so slow by the playoffs and that too. Like who knows, you know what I mean? Cause the year before he's really good and stuff, but he was looking bad, bro. Unplayable at times. Yeah. Well, the, the injury, the injuries really played him cause he had an hamstring injury and then he re-aggravated it. And then they had the huge layoff, obviously because of coronavirus where he lost weight. So he did look, a little bit better, but then when he that. came back, yeah, even when he came back, he wasn't uh, 100%. Like, against Boston, himself. he was unplayable. Like, so, okay, so, yeah, uh, it, offensively, I would say yes. Defensively, he still had his purpose. <laughs> he could protect even, the rim and stuff, but his feet were slow by then. Yeah, yeah, but... I know it, what you're saying, and who knows, like, you bounce back and play better. It's the same like Dwight and all those guys, and the it might have actually screwed him up to lose weight and stuff. But, yeah, he could protect the rim when he had to in that. But he was still on defense. He, I honestly, I just don't think a lot of Lakers fans realize how much like they're not worried. But I would be a little worried if they watch as much Toronto as we did. Yeah, I think the issue is 
against um oh I can't remember his name, but Boston Center Tice or Tyson or Tice. I think it's Tice. Yeah, yeah, the the, the young white dude. Yeah, he was pretty. He was very fast he, and yeah. pretty quick. So I think that's where the mismatch was. But even like Gasol was serviceable just for the fact that he he. He's good at defending the paint, but he also gave minutes. Like we couldn't really play Boucher in that series because yeah. like, Boucher's young and no, stuff. Yeah, so he's a smart player and everything. I just yeah. I don't think the Lakers realize how badly he looked at times. And again, I'm saying that it's not like bad enough or that he was bad or anything. But I, from what I've been reading, I think the Lakers think they got a better deal. Um, yeah, yeah. on how he plays. It could have just been a down year. I'm not gonna say anything about with that weird season either. But um, if we were going off just how he played in the playoffs, I wouldn't be nearly excited as they think they do for that cheap. Yeah, um, and, and I, that's why I've seen a lot of it on Twitter. There's a lot of people like clamoring for this. I'm like, a lot of you guys were saying how trash he was last year. Because like, I'm a huge Gasol defender, so I was defending him. But a lot of guys were saying how trash he is, and now they're like, oh, like I want him on my team. And I was like, you guys were just hypocrites last year talking about how shitty he is. But... Um, I find uh, that's another thing I find funny is how all the Raptors players who apparently like the Raptors team needed Kawhi Leonard and uh, we weren't really a good team without Kawhi essentially all these teams want our players now which is yeah really funny to me but um, yeah and Masai yeah. we trust too now as well I can't believe, honestly I can't believe how much they paid Boucher Boucher Bouchard um his contract. What did they give him? Didn't they just give him like 10 14, mil or like 14.5? You got the same as Baines. But I think. Oh, true. No, I don't even. I don't even know if his second year was a player option. Uh, I think it's a team I mean, option for a second. Yeah, year. that's what. Yeah, team option. That's what I meant. Sorry. I think. So I don't know. But I mean, at the end, like, at, there's nothing. Honestly, even this year is terrible. Um, there's no, like, I just. I would Masai could go 0 and 82 this year, and I'd still like have hope the next year. Yeah, I, well, this year is pretty much not not a wash per se, but there was no major free agents that we were really gonna go after. Anyways, yeah. we're saving all that for 2021. We have tons of that's the thing too. Besides Fred's, all of our contracts are player options for second year, so we have so much money opened up um, the year after. So yeah, I think the idea going forward is. I mean, obviously, I think we're going to be competitive this year because yeah, I still think six. It's seven, the Raptors, five, yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll still be competitive. I think we just have to stay competitive to to like try and go for Giannis. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what their big push is going to be. It's going to be Siakam takes a big step this year. Hopefully, Fred plays up to his contract, which I like that we got him for twenty one mil a year. Yeah, we got him for less that's, than I thought we. It's yeah, a exactly. big contract, but it's less than people were thinking. Like New York was gonna take him for the max and shit. So. Yeah, so I'm glad we got him for the price that we did. Uh, so yeah, he plays well, and then we get like obviously some good a good year out of Lowry, and then hopefully in 2021 we, we can attract. And then we, yeah, and maybe we'll get one or two and good, like, like surround him with some some players, some dudes and stuff too as well, and like a couple of those guys like. Uh, on one year, it's like Drew Holiday's only a year with Milwaukee too. So maybe grab him to like. You know, there's some there's some players out there as well. Um, you, Kawhi you can has a stars. player option. George has a player option. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the uh, Kawhi and uh, what's his face were talking a lot during the bubble. Uh, Masai and Kawhi. There. Oh That's really? really eh? Yeah, yeah. Because he was saw him waking up like five in the morning, doing like all his shit and stuff. He's like, "Damn, really getting after it." Like, why? He was like, messaging him and stuff too. So, yeah, I don't know. I try, honestly, I think we're gonna have a fun year, like kind of Phoenix Suns, like you know what I mean. Watch some players grow, get some like of those dudes like who are on the bench that take a big step with some good coaching. Maybe get the fifth or sixth spot. Maybe make the second round. 
um and then have a big like that's what i think we're all hoping for big like, splash like, oh this is a team that yeah some dudes want to join in that as well so i just like bobby weber whatever and Masai get the benefit <laughs> of the doubt webster what a fuck <laughs> <laughs> too many names out here uh man i'm low-key sad that we lost surge though like i didn't really expect to yeah. resign him to be honest but i just liked him because he the seemed culture, like he was growing with our team yeah like the culture too him and four og and fans. all that yeah his hammer cock like you're just like everything <laughs> i knew you were gonna say something about that too i was like yo i know we're gonna talk about surge a little bit on this pod and like i know gabe's gonna talk about his penis <laughs> Uh well you have to man yo do you see what's his face uh Charlemagne called him out too he's like was that all you baby uh, I was like yo me and Charlemagne are on the same wavelengths because wait did he say that recently because I know he said that in the past mm, I, yeah this was an interview from like a year ago oh, okay yeah, yeah 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 but I'm just saying like <laughs> I was like I'm a young Charlemagne we both want to know like no homo. oh man um dude that yeah. photo is so funny though because remember we were talking about it on the bus to Florida. <laughs> Like that was just a main discussion on that trip, but I don't oh, know really? what, how it brought really, up. Like, but I like, yo, it is, I always bother people because I get so hyped for him. Like y'all seen this? Get get over here. Because I think that was the first year he got signed, and then I don't know what how the discussion sparked, but you brought someone brought up that he had that photo where it was 100 me. There's no way it's, it was me. There's absolutely no other person who would talk about it the way we're I was packing. Yeah, I had a sweet funny. background for one point. <laughs> You're fucking psycho, man. Why, why would you do that? Oh man. Uh, you got to play play fast and loose, my friend. <laughs> uh, but real quick too, Gordon Hayward, how the hell did he get $120 million Michael contract Jordan for four years? People, right? Like, Holy shit. <laughs> dude, that, okay. So there's two things with the, with the Charlotte, the Hornets, I don't understand whatsoever. One is why did they draft um, Lamelo? Because they're already guard heavy, and they have guards who are signed yeah. for a while, so it didn't yeah, really Terry make sense Rogier, to me. Which is probably like the same as Lamelo vibes. And they, yeah, and they have someone else who's his backup, who's like who they expect to be pretty good. So I didn't really understand the signing whatsoever. But they got him, and then on top of it, they gave Gordon Hayward 120 million. And I was like, yo, get, Gordon Hayward has hasn't been good in a while. Like, yes, his past season was decent, but not enough to warrant him that yeah. contract. He when like he opted out, player on yeah, Boston. when he opted out of his 30 million option, I was like, there's no way he's going to get anywhere near. That on the market what is he yeah. doing what an idiot and then charlotte's like nah we'll give you the four-year 120 okay but the thing is honestly normally i'd be like okay small market teams i get it but i'd rather have kemba like i feel like they didn't make the same run at kemba that they did at um hayward I can't I think remember the exact. They, uh, I think they were pretty much like over Kemba at that point, though. Yeah, because Kemba, like, no, I don't like because I don't think Kemba was going to come back because Kemba wanted to compete. He wanted to be in a playoff position, and and they weren't really going to surround him with. Yeah, but guys I also who get, like, could honestly, take the like, this year, like really for me, exposed the small small market and like how kind of unexciting it is. Like between it's like L.A. Clippers, you know what I mean? Besides, like maybe Phoenix, who still is like not actually as small as people think they are um, was kind of like disappointing. Like to see, I don't know the last year I was excited for the LALA, but now I'm just kind of like to see all the like players go back and forth between them and then be the, like the main contenders. Yeah. Um, kind of sucks. Um, I'm kind of over that uh, as well. So 
But yeah. yeah, I think the disappointing thing is that one, we didn't get the Western Conference Finals between both of the LA teams, so that didn't play into it. And then it was better to watch LA get reamed online over losing to Denver, though. Was like it? I don't think forward. so. That one day was. Worse. I think that one day was Dude, that was, was one of the nice, but ever man, that was one of the wildest nights on Twitter. Yeah, but it could have been. We could have had like seven games where people were doing crazy shit too, though. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just that one night though. Was I do, cool. I do think that, yeah, this, that that one night of them blowing up was definitely huge. But I don't think it was worth. What's fair, happening fair, now. fair, fair, okay. Because, like you said, now all the players are just going between those two teams, and it's like we didn't even get to see what could have happened last year. So true. That was just like, true. This cl- and the Clay Thompson again still ruins it for me, man. I wanted to see Golden State compete. Yeah, so, but they got Ubre, which I mean, see, maybe if Curry can. The thing is, this is a big year for Curry. If you could like get past one of those two teams, um, with just him, would be big too. Yeah, and he could have, he could have an MVP season. Yeah, too, so, so we'll see what happens. We'll see about that. But yeah, that'll Anyways, do it. That'll do it for episode seven seventy two of the Bob Sculter podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Google, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. I said it wrong. Spotify mm. <laughs> and Amazon Music uh, really helps us out if you guys give us a like and follow us and stuff and rate. Shout out review. to me, the hardest working guy in and... the world right now. <laughs> Um, not, not even get, close. Get your hands. Through. Not even close. Add that applause sound. Gary V has a few words for you, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm running on one hour of sleep, so Gary V doesn't even. I'm hammering Adderall. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Also, shout out to Poppy, too. One of my friends listening. She said she missed the podcast when we took a break and that. So, you know, things like that matter as well. So, you oh, yeah. Shout out to her. You give us compliments and interact with us. We'll. Will make you famous too. So, she's the reason I haven't given up on the shout out to Jeff Bezos because she mentioned it. In, oh, did she in one of the comments? Yeah, on, I, on I, my page. Actually, so. I've known her since I was like twelve, and still keep in contact. So, yeah, she was just a big supporter. So that's pretty dope and very surprising for you of all people. I honestly have a lot of long term friendships somehow. I don't. I don't know why or how. I, I'm just as confused as you, but it, it's a thing in my life. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Hey! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.